I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, we've turned the calendars, we're into March, and round one of the 2021 NRL season is less than 10 days away. How good is it to be able to say that? Now, a bit of a change of pace this afternoon or this morning, whenever you're listening, you'll notice that the cover artwork to this podcast is just a little bit different. So uh, a little bit of an explainer about that. If you're a super coach player like myself, I'm going to say that you don't mind the odd cheeky punt on the footy. So uh, who better else than to get involved in this than the best bookie in Australia, Tristan Merlihan from Top Sport, mate. How are you? Very good, Ryan. How about yourself? It's uh, exciting to have the footy just around the corner. I always feel once you get over the charity shield, you know you're in that final straight before the season starts. So we're very excited about the season coming on board. We're very excited about working with you guys throughout the year and um, we're hoping to give the the super coach players and the punters in that group, a little bit of ammo leading into not, not just the footy season from a betting point of view, but hopefully explain a few of the, the places the money's heading to, which might even help, you know, finalizing that last one or two players on your roster. Mate, you mentioned the charity shield there. I mean, I don't know if anyone expected that sort of scoreline. I think South would have been heavy favorites if there was a market up. There might've even been a market up. You can tell us, but what did you make of the weekend's footy? Uh, you know, generally broader speaking, uh, anything that you, saw across the weekend that you think, well, geez, they're going to be a real force in 2021. Yeah, well, we did have a market up. That was the only trial game we had the market up for, and they were backed off the map, the bunnies. They were $1.35 into $1.26. And I sort of thought with the, um, you know, the word out there that the bunnies were going to, you know, rotate the roster a little bit in the second half. I thought there was a chance the Dragons might hang with them, but that was obviously wrong. And the punters are way too good for us. They cleaned us up in that. So, um, you know, well done. And we're, we're moving on to the, the main games, but I, I thought obviously South were impressive. That goes without saying. Um, a couple of the other teams, like it's sort of always hard to get a true read on, on all the trials, you know, in the lead up because they're working out their combinations, but Tigers 52-18 were very impressive. I know Manly didn't have their full team out there, but you know, that was one that probably caught me off guard and looked like the, um, the, the team that's sort of uh, been 
at big odds backed best with us to to perform better than expected this year of the Bulldogs and they mm. had a solid win over the Sharks uh 16-12 so you know the Sharkies were a team that I sort of fancied to um you know to to perform above expectations so the Bulldogs probably did well there to to get the result but you know well, what about yourself where, where did you see the uh the, the most impressive team um on the weekend yeah, I really like the Rabbitohs. I think it's hard to go past them. Um, a lot of people tipping them to do a lot of good things this year as well. Uh, I thought the Cowboys were actually quite impressive in that second half against the Broncos. And, uh, you know, I, I like Valentine Holmes at fullback. I think he hasn't yet been able to prove himself there at the Cowboys. But, geez, uh, from what we saw from Scott Drinkwater, if Val is to shift onto a wing and, and allow Drinky to um, find his best at the back, then who am I to question? Todd Payton. Yeah, no. Well, Todd did amazing things with the uh, with the Warriors, and I, I'm very excited about what he can do with the Cowboys with a full off season under his belt. They've got a got a pretty uh, good group of uh, potential fullbacks wingers there to pick pick between. Obviously, the hammer there for all the uh, Super Coach fans out there were very uh, were very aware of his uh, performances last year. So they've got three exciting players there, and yeah, I, I, I got the feeling he was really warming up into things last year, and um, it'll be interesting how they go. And um, and yeah, well, hopefully we see Michael Morgan get through the year injury free because if he can do that with that ex- those exciting uh, point scorers outside him, you know, I, I expect them to improve as well. Yeah. You mentioned uh, the hammer there. I think you see it a lot of, um, a lot of, a uh, lot of the time where these raw talents get better in this second year of first grade. So geez, that's a scary thought if hammer can find an extra gear in 2021. Of course, we are here to talk futures markets, but before we get into, I guess the bulk of that chat, I uh, just wanted to take your thoughts on, uh, round one markets has any results at the weekend skewed those or reshaped the way that you were thinking here ahead of uh, the season proper getting underway? We we haven't made any drastic changes. Probably the uh, the, the big move of the of, of the last few few days has been South Sydney. They've gone from two dollars ten into two dollars. Melbourne's still favourite there. It's one eighty two. Melbourne two dollars. The bunnies. The lines one and a half. Obviously, Melbourne's got that very very impressive record in the first round of the season. So they're going to be tough to beat. But um, with South performing the way they have, they've got a lot of hype around them this year. It's um, it's an interesting one that 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 game, and and I'm very excited for that to be the first match of our season. I don't think you could ask for a better round one matchup to open the season up. Um, the other game that's been a little bit of uh, money for has been the Bulldogs at the 260. They've gone from 275 into 260 against the Knights. Obviously, there's been a few off season distractions there uh, down in Newcastle but um, the line five and a half there as I said a, a few minutes earlier Bulldogs have been really really well backed at the big prices with us so I think that just naturally flows through to the round one betting but the other one that, that's also seen a little bit of movement has been the Titans the the fans have been jumping on the Titans they've gone from a dollar 70 into a dollar 65 Warriors out to 225 and the line's three and a half so a few little moves but so far we haven't seen any massive bets at this stage. Yeah, a couple of nibbles there, just uh, a couple of favourites just shortened up a little bit, which is, uh, I guess, a little bit to be expected. But South Sydney, the big firm, as you'd think there, uh, given what they showed at the weekend. Of course, we did mention that we are here for futures markets, but how could I forget this? Uh, Exciting news for supercoach players and top sport punters uh, heading into the new season, mate. Would you be able to, I guess, shed a little bit of light as to what we can come to expect from uh, top sport in 2021 regarding supercoach? Yeah, we're very excited about um, about the the ability to offer a, a, a bigger array of Supercoach markets this year than what anyone's been able to do previously. So we're still waiting for the absolute final approval and what that's going to look like from the NRL, but we're hoping to have that finalised in the next few days. But at the very least, we're, we're going to have some uh, outright markets up in the next two or three days. We're going to have uh, the highest scoring player in each of the positions. that They'll be up this week. 
and then we're, we're looking to have a lot of uh, match markets up where we'll have under and over, uh, you know, points for the for each each player or the main players in each of the games, head-to-heads and maybe some round betting on the top scoring players in each of those positions. So as I said, we'll confirm that uh, later in the week, but uh, this week and the next couple of days, we're going to have a big array of, uh, of, of future markets for the super coach, which is exciting. And as I sort of touched on it, for, for people out there that love a punt, that's great. Jump onto topsport.com.au to check it out. But even if, if, you're, if you're just purely listening to this pod for a, uh, to help pick your or finalise your super coach team, it always helps to, to look at see where the, the money's trending on these sort of players. It might help you fill that last spot in your roster because there might be a move at a player at $15 into 10 or 12 where the the smarties are thinking that player is going to overperform, and he might be at a you know at, at a at a cheap price. You can throw him in there to, to 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 as a bit of a pod, mate. Some words of wisdom there, and I guess we'll chat a couple of those names when we get to the top try scorer market. But let's start off with uh, arguably the stock staple bet, the premiership winner of 2021. I love having a futures bet because you can you know just have a little play, ten twenty dollars here or there, whatever you want to spend, and. Your money's, you know, in play. It's good or it's live for the bulk of the season if you're playing with one of the major players. So Penrith, having a look at this market, they're the $5 favourites. Dragons, the $67 outsiders. Uh, This market was framed up uh, at the weekend. So these prices might have changed slightly from here. But, mate, where's the money headed on the premiership market uh, this season? Yeah, well, as you say, Penrith's the $5 favourite. The Bunnies have been the best back team in the market. They've been $6.50 into $5.50. And we've been laying them solidly uh, at every price point, really. Obviously, they've made some really good signings. They're impressive again on the weekend. They firmed from six fifty into sorry six dollars into five fifty after their performance on the weekend. So they've been the the best supported team in the market. But we've been laying a lot of the rougher middle pin options, which to me, as a as a neutral fan, I love it when that happens because what that means is that our pro punters, our guys that are willing to you know throw a throw some big dollars at this market, are expecting some of the teams that were outside of the eight last year to perform and to be a chance of going, going the whole way. So what that indicates is they're expecting a really tight season. So I love it when, when that, like when, when you get a couple of couple of years in a row, we've had the favorites backed off the map and you sort of feel that the punters are just saying, well, these couple of teams are going to dominate for the season, but that's exciting. One of the biggest bets as I touched on earlier is, was actually the Canterbury Bulldogs. I cannot personally see them winning the comp, but that's a, someone that's a, seems a bit of a stretch. The doggies winning the comp, surely. I, I agree with that, but someone's very much put his money where his mouth is. He's had 5,000 on them at $67. He came again at 41. He's had 2,041. So, They've been very, very, uh, very, very well backed. This punter in particular is a good judge too. So, um, as I said, I can't see it. We're willing to take him on. We've, we've, we've taken a stance against them, but we've also laid some good bets on the Sharks, the Titans, Manly, and also even the someone's had a speculative bet at the Broncos at Big Odds. So, as I said, that's exciting from a neutral point, uh, point of view, but the best back team in the market has been the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Mate, explain the psychology behind framing these markets. How hard is it to, I guess, ignore recency bias and go with your gut instinct and frame these markets according for 2021? Because I can only assume that it's so easy to just instill the favourites from previous year or the years, seasons gone by. And you look at the top of this market here, Penrith are there. You know, it's just so often you see it that the two grand finalists from last year just sit atop of these markets at the start of the new season. Just explain to the punters how hard is it before a ball's kicked to frame this sort of market? Yeah, it's difficult. Like You do have to definitely pay credence to the last form in particular. You need to look at the the signings in, in, in and out for each team. You need to also look at 
you know, like a team like Canberra haven't necessarily picked up a stack of players. They have lost John Bateman, but they lost Josh, Josh Hodgson for a good chunk of last year. So he's basically like a new player coming in for this season where you've got to, you know, take that onto the form line from last year. So there's a lot of factors that play in. The, the Titans have never been this short in, in recent memory at $16. Obviously, there's the hype going around then with all their signings and the, the run back in. So there's so many factors you need to take into account when you're setting it. Obviously, the grand finalists from last year, Panthers and the Storm are always going to be up in the market unless they've lost a whole heap of host of players. So mm. you know, you've also got to factor in what you think the punters are going to be on. Like the, the Bunnies have been hot all off season as well. And as I said, we have laid them on the way in. So it's a little bit of supply and demand as well when you take bets, when you're, you're not taking bets on certain teams, like the um, uh, just just looking at it, the Storm are, are a team that's a little bit easy, which I'm, I'm a little bit surprised about. They, they seem to be a team that doesn't get the recognition they probably should get at the start of the season. I think everyone says, oh, it's one year too many, one year too many. They've lost Cameron Smith, but we know they've got Harry Grant coming to the side, albeit probably, albeit not for round one. But they just always seem at this time of the year, particularly probably when a lot of our bigger players are Sydney-based punders, maybe they just fly under the radar a little bit. So to answer your question, you do have to have to take into account last year's uh, performances and the year before, but you've also got to really, really factor in the player movements and how you feel a team, maybe if they over underachieved, like for example, the Eels, in our opinion, probably overachieved last year. They're $15 this year, just going purely off last year's numbers. They probably should be a little bit shorter, but we sort of feel they may regress a little bit. So they're all the things you sort of take into account when you're setting it. Another question here, which I know that many punters will have in the front of their minds as well is, what sort of weight does, can one person hold on this market? So if, if Cameron Smith was to lob at the Titans training tomorrow or the Broncos or, you know, anywhere for that matter, what sort of role could he have in shifting this market? Let's say the Broncos here, $31 to win the comp. If he's to turn up at Red Hill tomorrow and, and slot into that number nine, do they suddenly come into, you know, a $15 quote to win the comp? Yeah, so we've never in my recent memory anyway, had a player of that caliber this late into the season unsigned. And there's obviously still a chance he doesn't sign anywhere. So they're the ones when there's that uncertainty in the market. So we've probably got both the Titans and the Broncos 50-50 in price into that into that price, if that makes sense. So yeah, right. the Broncos were actually $41 uh, last week. And as the rumors have grown stronger and there's been a little bit of money for them at the price, we've shortened them into 31. So I do feel if he does sign, they might go 26 or 21. They have shortened on the rumours. Uh, if he doesn't sign, maybe they pop back out to 41 or 51 um, because they they do look like they're going to battle with their current roster. The Titans, the same sort of thing. They were $21. When the rumours got stronger, they've firmed into 17 and 16. It all comes down to weight of money. We've had a couple of sharp punters back both of those sides, knowing that probably if, if, if he does sign, they do trickle in a little bit further. So it's the same as um, when you've got a, a, a week-to-week uh, match when you're, when you're pricing a team up or a match-up when a player's 50-50. You have to sort of 50... You have to price that player in 50-50 if you're unsure. If you think he's 75% of the chance going to play, yep. you you know you factor all of that in. And it's, it's when something really surprising happens when you get that really stark movement. If, if you think someone's going to play and then they all of a sudden pull out, that's when the real significant move. But to answer your question, I think if he... Tomorrow, if he were to sign at the Titans, I reckon they go into $12. I think if the, if he signs at the Broncos tomorrow, they probably go 21-26, something along those lines. And we'll see a little slight drift come the start of the season if he's still yet to put pen to paper. Mate, you, you mentioned there that Harry Grant's out for round one. Could you imagine he rocks up at the storm? He says, righto, boys, let's go. <laughs> Jeez, they, I don't think they'll be flying under the radar then. 
I don't think you'd have the Storm at $6 for, uh, for too no. much longer as well. Uh, for what it's worth, I would have a play here at the Storm. I think you mentioned it there. You know, so many times this champion team has just been written off time and time again. Uh, first, it was um, Kronk to leave, and then it was Slater. And just so many times you think, oh, well, they can't do it without Slater. They can't do it without Kronk. They can't do it without Smith. And they'll be in the top four again. There's no question of that. Oh, for sure. And Inglis was another one. So that they, they are just so well coached, and they, they find ways to turn players that are, you know, journeymen in, in, into out-and-out superstars. Like the amount of players they've turned from that calibre into origin players is, is phenomenal. They just do their business there. They, they just fly under the radar as we touched on. And yeah, if, if you look at their form in, in recent times, they probably deserve to be the outright favourite. Um, particularly when you bring a player of the like of Harry Grant into a place, Cameron Smith, he was electric there in origin. So I think, uh, I, I tend to think that they are in the market. In my opinion, I think they're slide overs there at this stage. There you go. Let's go from the best of the best to the worst least season wins. Uh, the Dragons are $4 favourite here, if you can use that term favourite. Uh, the Broncos just behind them. Going off last year's form and from what we've seen already in the trials, I think this looks just about bang on. Yeah, well, the, the Dragons were actually second favourite. Uh, as you say, it's a difficult one to say they're favourite in, but they were second favourite um, before the Charity Shield. They have firmed up from $4.60 to $4 on the back of that performance. They did struggle, as we know. Uh, Broncos are $4.40 and Canterbury are $5.50. As we touched on, Canterbury's been well-backed in the premiership betting, but then there's people also supporting them to to, to win the wooden spoon as well. So it's an interesting one. And and, and you sort of tend to think these markets should go hand in hand, but they don't quite go that way at times because maybe if a team gets on a run, they have got the big name players there to to, to give themselves a push at the final. But if they drop off, then they are a chance of... uh, of, of running last. So it's an interesting one. The other teams in the market are West Tigers at six and Cronulla at nine. Uh, the one I don't mind at a little bit of value is the Warriors. I, I think the Warriors have got a really good team on paper. I think they performed really, really well last year, but you just get that feeling if, if uh, things turn out the way they turned out last year with a few of these restrictions coming in at $15, you just never know. I, I, I think they're worth a sneaky little bet at that quote. Yeah, they could quickly fold. And we hope the Warriors are competitive throughout this season because what they've done for this competition in the past, mm. well, last year, but you know, heading into 2021 as well, it's um, it's no mean feat. Uh, I've actually gone the Broncos here. I think that they'll struggle. And you look at the draw. We did an article on supercoach365.com.au uh, last week, and we analysed the draw. Geez, don't they have a tough run? Uh, a lot of games you know, in that primetime slot on Channel 9 that this is going to work against them this year, I think. They're just because they are that one town team, they just command those big names to come to town, and that's not a good thing for the Broncos. No, not not this year. I, I think they have between them and the Bulldogs, they look like they've got you know the two tougher draws. So that is that does factor in uh, to why they are a lot shorter in this market compared to the Premiership market where they're sort of mid table. The flip side, if they can get a couple of wins early, get some confidence, then it really sort of helps as they get deeper into the year. But I, I think looking at their team on paper. Unless they were to get the likes of Cameron Smith over, it looks like it's going to be a tough first year for Kevy. You just think the Dragons, although they are the favourites here at four dollars, just narrowly ahead of the Broncos. You think that you know they just have to, they would just have to win more games than the Broncos. Purely looking at the calibre of talent they have in their spine, a couple of Origin players is there. Uh, Zach Lomax, he can win a game on his ear at will. So you know, I just think that that's. I think I'm going to go with the Broncos here in terms of the least wins. Uh, let's move on to the top eight. Who will make the top eight? It's hard to find, uh, I guess, too much value here amongst the main players, but. 
uh, you know, those those teams on the cusp of the top eight or that just snuck in last year, the Titans at dollar seventy seven and the Knights two oh five. That's probably where I'd be putting my money. Yeah, obviously you got some short price runners there, the Panthers, the Roosters, the Rabbits and the Storm are all under the dollar twenty quote or less. So from a betting point of view, you want to look at those sort of teams that you feel might have a hot start because obviously we offer the uh, miss the top eight mark as well. So if you can read the early part of the season, you can put yourself in a position where you can win on, on both options, which is a lot what a lot of our punters play. And you've got to look for that that team that you feel is going to shorten. So yeah, your, your Titans are $1.77, the, the Knights are 205 Cronulla there at $3.20. They're, they're sort of, I've never seen them at a price at that sort of uh, level in, in the lead up to a, to a start of the season with the number of stars they got on the side. So it's an interesting one. It, it's, it's a very open market. As you touched on, the Cowboys are very impressive in their troll. They're $2.80 as well. So my sort of advice betting into this market is find a, find a couple of teams there at the black odds that you think are going to perform very, very well early in the season. And then you can either choose to hold onto your bet or you can, you can sort of shore yourself up uh, either way. So it's an interesting one to look at. But um, yeah, definitely a couple of those teams are very, very short in this market. Yeah, as I said, hard to find too much value. You mentioned the Sharks. They'd be my value play, $3.20. I feel like they're just one of those teams that can just, you know, grind and, and guts their way to wins. And Johnny Morris, I think he's an excellent coach. He hasn't been given the the chance or the recognition, I think, to prove himself in the NRL. Uh, not quite yet anyway. $3.20, good value. They haven't missed the final since 2014. That's probably one of the longest streaks going in the competition. Oh, for sure. And they've got those experienced players that, as you say, are going to find a way to win. They're not going to do it in a in a pretty fashion, but they're, they're going to rack up the, the wins along the season. And I just feel they're going to be one of those teams that cruises along and, and, and does do that what they need to do week in, week out. So I, I think from myself as well, I reckon they look like the best value to my eye. Let's move on to the team set to make the top four. Uh, Panthers, again, the favourites here. No questions or no surprises there. The Roosters just behind them. The Storm, then the Rabbitohs. Then we start to get into a little bit of value here about teams like the Raiders and the Eels, the Titans as well. But the pick of this bunch for mine is the Knights at $6 to make the top four. Yes, it might seem a little bit of a stretch, but purely you know, playing the price. I think the Knights, they have one of the softest draws this year. And then, you know, they're going to welcome back Kalen Ponga. He's going to miss the start of the season. He's going to be fresh and firing towards the back end. So I'm going to go with the Knights here to make the top four at $6. Yeah, well, it's a good point. Like we, we sort of touched on earlier in the show where uh, some teams get hyped up. And I think it's been the reverse for the Knights this year. Like last year, they were a very, very hot team. They were one of the favoured teams to, to really significantly improve. Obviously, they've had their off-season issues. They've had a couple of dramas there, which in my view, has probably pushed their price out a lot further than it would would normally get to. So, and with obviously Kale and Ponga missing the start of the season, you get the feeling if they can hold their own early, as you say, he's going to be fresh and revitalised. It's one of those things, if they can get a bit of momentum, if they can find the form from the start of 2020, they are going to be competitive and they're going to be a, a good team. They've got a lot of classy players there and they're that sort of team out there, the one-team town. They've, they've got a lot of pride in their jersey. I don't think they'd be happy with what's been sort of happening in the off season and sort of one of those sides that you feel might sort of band together and use it as a tool that really motivates them. So $6 there is, is, is a good price. I, I really like that as a bit of value, as you pointed out. If they can get off to a good start and here's their draw for the first six weeks. So round one, uh, they take on the Bulldogs in Newcastle. Then they have the Warriors in Gosford. Then they've got the Tigers in Newcastle, the Dragons in Newcastle. So already they've played the first month. They haven't left the you know the F3 or the M1 
And then they have to go round five to the Gold Coast. So their first away trip is to the Gold Coast, the team which has been, you know, perennial strugglers in the past four or five seasons. If they can just get off to even, you know, four or five wins without Kalen, then geez, aren't they a real force heading into that top eight in that crucial part of the season around Origin? Oh, for sure. And, and they'll have so much confidence on the back of that. So, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a real good point that you've, they've got that soft draw to open up. The home, home ground advantage is key there. So, yeah, it, it does open themselves up to a big back end of the year if they can start well. Just promise me you won't wind this market in until we've uh, finished this podcast because I might have to just tell you to wait here. Uh, let's go to the minor premiership, though. This is where uh, a lot of those futures bets will come in terms of minor premiership players. The Roosters, uh, just behind the Panthers at $4.60, the Panthers are favourites. They dominate most of these markets. Uh, the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, just behind them. Uh, and then the Storm as well, uh, further back at $6.50. Explain to us here, uh, where's the money going and any value that you think here that the punters can tap into? Yeah, South have been well back. They've been uh, $6 into 5 like they have in all their markets. So they firmed from five fifty into $5 on the back of uh, their, their win over the weekend. So they have been the team that's been best supported in this. Probably with this market, you've got to look at the teams that, that are going to be unaffected as much as possible over, over the origin period. Um, you know, like a, a team like Penrith were very lucky last year. They didn't have as many origin players as, as what they probably would have. Oh, sorry. We were obviously in a, in a completely different uh, di- different phase last year where origin was at the end of the year. So it was a different mindset. We were going back to that middle of the year when they're going to have a lot of young kids that they probably step up and push their claims for origin. So you're looking at a team there that might be able to, to, to string a few, te- a few wins together over that period and really cement themselves at the top of the table and have a lot of depth in their squads. So I think that's why the Bunnies have, have firmed up because they do look like they run very, very deep. They are probably going to lose a few to origin, but they're probably going to still be a, a strong outfit over that period too. So uh, that being the best back, Penrith's obviously short for obvious obvious reasons and the Storm there at 6.50 are, um, are there or thereabouts too. Yeah, I like Canberra here. Again, it was kind of one of the plays at at value or at the price purely because, you know, it's a long drooling season. Penrith at $4.40. I mean, they can very easily finish second to South or the Roosters or Melbourne, any of those top teams that can get on a bit of a run. I think the Raiders there, a big factor which we haven't spoken about yet, but I know you can get into it, the effect of crowds upon a match. Uh, Canberra played a lot of their home games away from Canberra, especially at the start of last season. They didn't have crowds or crowds were limited when they went back to the ACT. So talk to us here about the impact that crowds can have upon these sort of um, teams like the Raiders, like the Knights, like Parramatta Eels at Bankwest. Oh, for sure. It's going to have a big impact. And and obviously, we don't know what's going to happen midway through the season if if everything changes again. But it's a completely different environment to what it was last year. That's got to really help those those teams who got the big home ground advantages. And as you pointed out, particularly with the Knights, their early draw where they are going to be at home and everything looks like it it is going to welcome crowds back at this stage. You know, they might get the bulk of their home games out of the way and then potentially the, 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 the structure of the season changes as well. So, um, it's it's an interesting one, and, and it's it's difficult for us as, as bookies to price markets when there's rule changes, when there's situational changes, because you're trying to work out what's last form last year's form real. Was it different? Do we have to you know factor all these things in? And we're like anyone else, we're trying to do the best we can with the information we've been provided with. So when there's been a significant change like this year, where you got your full off season, it, it is going to throw up different results to last year. We always suggest looking for a little bit of value because it's a um it it it, it does definitely uh give that opportunity talking of value there's plenty here in the minor premiership handicap market you can explain this one a little bit more for the punters who haven't experienced the market like this before but uh every price or every team set at a price of 13 dollars. explain to us how this one works 
Yeah, so this is a new market we brought out. I think we're the only one in the country that's got it out at the moment. So basically, we've priced it up where Penrith's at scratch. So they they run off whatever whatever uh, however many premiership points they get at the end of the season. Uh, every other team gets a number of points added onto them. So what we've basically said, we've priced this market up where we feel uh, we, we we feel if if this if this season was played a number of times, Penrith would would, would sit on top of the premiership table as as we have them as the minor minor premiers um, favourite for the minor premiership. And then we've got South with plus two. So basically, the end of South season, if Penrith and South are both at twenty six, uh, sorry, thirty six points, you'd add two points under the Bunnies total, and they'd beat Penrith. They'd be on thirty eight. So it's a real fun market. It gives you a lot of interest because even if, if the team you backed are, are struggling down the bottom end of the table, a team like the Broncos have got nineteen point start. So if they finish on fifth on fourteen points, they'll they'll, they'll get thirty three in this market. So it's a real fun one. We, we, we've priced it at thirteen dollars every team. Because we feel that every team is is equally as likely to win this market as any of the others under the format we've we've priced it up at. Yeah, that said, I really like here again if you can say value in a market which is uh, evenly split. But the yields at thirteen dollars. If you just you know we scroll back to the minor premiership betting, they're fourteen dollars to win the minor premiership. You know, head to head, they're getting a six point start here, and you just take that. I guess a one dollar penalty turn to thirteen dollars. There's some real value there about the yields. Again, back at home, the crowds will be back, hopefully scoring more points. I don't know. I think I can make for a case for the yields here in a very, very tight market. Oh, for sure. And, and it does help. And the only thing I'll just so that there's absolute clarity on the way this works, I, I know you, you like the Knights in the in the in the previous market as well. So they're getting 11 points. If the Knights and the Eels both finished two points off the Panthers, the Knights actually get 11 points on top. So it, it's a real interesting one. And, and yeah, I, I agree with you. There's value there for the Eels. If you think they're going to overperform, then it's a great market there at $13 to, to take your pick. And, 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 and as I said, have a bit of fun throughout the entire season. This is one of those markets where literally every bet is, lo- is going to be live until deep into the season. Mate, speaking of bets going down to the final game or the final kick in last year's case, the leading point scorer. Geez, wasn't it a catastrophe for Kyle Flanagan last year? He was pipped at the post by Adam Reynolds. Reynolds, again, he's in the market here. Clearly the understandable favourite, but far out. You couldn't have predicted that finish to 2020. It was unbelievable. I've, I've, I haven't seen anything like that for a long time, and it was uh, it was an exciting one. And, um, and yeah, we uh, we opened the market up with uh, Adam Reynolds, 442nd pick, Nathan Cleary at $3.80. He obviously missed a few games at the start of last year. They're expecting him to him to score big this year. But then you got some some team, some players there at, at, at double-figure odds once you get away from those two, Croker, Mitch Moses, Pappenhausen at 11. And as you pointed out, Kyle Flanagan down there at $34. Obviously, changing clubs and probably you would expect the Bulldogs aren't going to score quite as many points as the Roosters, but at $34, you never know, especially with, as we've touched on, there has been a little bit of warming towards them in the early markets. Yeah. The bloke who's had plenty on them to win the comp, I dare say he'd be on Kyle as well at, uh, at that sort of price. Yeah. I like Ryan Pappenhausen here. I think, I like the top two. He's going to score a couple of tries. He might have, well, he's obviously, you'd think he's going to score more tries than both Cleary and Reynolds. His goal kicking, probably not at the same standard as those two names, but you never know. I think at that price, $11, Ryan Pappenhausen looks a fair play. Oh, for sure. And and no, the reality is like Cleary's favourite and there's a, a good chance he misses some games in the middle of the year as well. So um, yeah, Pappenhausen, $11, looks a good one. The one that I sort of liked... Uh, I think it's value and it depends on how many games he misses is Kalen Ponga there at $16. He's obviously going to score a lot of games. It's factored in a lot of points. It's factored in. He'll miss some games, but 
Um, you know, as, as you say, if, if they can get on a run towards the back end of the year with their tail up when he returns, that one's probably not the worst bet either. So it's a real interesting one. And, and, and it's one that, yeah, we, we, we tend to see a lot of action on it and, and you know, a lot of players alive deep into the season. Running out the last of our main futures markets, which we'll cover off here today, is the leading try scorer. One of those markets, which again, we can kind of, uh, I guess, pass some knowledge or some tips on to super coach players looking to fill those CTW or outside back slots. Uh, Alex Johnson of South Sydney, he's a $9 favorite here. Kind of no surprises. He was, I guess, uh, pretty sure he finished top last year at the end of last season. He scored a bucket full of tries against the Roosters at the back end. Further back then, make a Sevo at Josh Adokar. And the rookie, the Forbes Ferrari, Charlie Staines, he's right in the market. Yeah, he is $14, which is uh, very short for someone who's only played a handful of games. Mike Acevo, his, um, his chance, I think, will sort of depend if I pick him in my super coach team. He was going gangbusters until I traded him in midway through the year. Then he hardly scored a try. So I'll let all the uh, listeners in on the secret there. Um, Stay away yeah, from Maker. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, David Nofaluma at $17. You got Campbell Graham there at 21. There's a lot of value. Um, Brett Morris at $26. If he can get through the season, uh, playing a lot of games, you know, he, he, he might be a, a bit of value on in, in what's expected to be a high scoring outfit for the Roosters, but a, a very wide open uh, market, probably the one there at a little bit of value, Josh Mansour, just with the, the, the uh, expected high performing rabbit, uh, rabbit O's and the high scoring team, uh, high scoring um, you know, everyone's expecting them to score high mm. $26. there, going to a new club. He might come back to the glory days. It's an interesting one, but I'll be suggesting just find a, a few players a bit of value, have a couple of dollars on them, and, and as I said, watch, watch for the season, have a bit of fun. Mate, I found a couple here at uh, at a juicy price, which I dare say I'll be throwing a few gold coins on. Uh, Brian Toto of the Panthers, he switches to the left side to take Mansell's spot now. So I'll actually like that for Brian. I think at $26, that's a little bit overs considering you think that he's going to be in a team which is going to score lots of points and win lots of games. And another one, Dane Gagai at $51. Gagai has hands that have super glue on them. If he gets the ball, he's probably not going to pass to AJ. And at $51, you think he's playing outside of uh, Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell sweeping on that left. And that's a massive price, I think, for an origin uh, origin type player. Oh, for sure. As I touched on with Josh Mansfield, so you got this exact same statement about Dan Gagai and his double the price. And we know what he did does in the origin arena. So it's only a matter of matter of time before that clicks in the in the uh, club arena and he just scores a bucket full of tries. So you're not going to get $51 about him if, if he puts a, puts a couple on the board in the early couple of rounds. So I, I really like that play. I think it's a, it's a very wise selection. And, you know, for, for the super coach fans out there, I'd just be having a look through this market, see the the cheapies or the, the cheaper options in your center wing sort of position and, and, and use this as a bit of a guide because these are the players we're expecting to score plenty of tries. And as we know, that's important uh, from a scoring point of view. Yeah, another one on this list here, which I actually have included in my Supercoach Classic team to start the year, Remus Smith. You'd think that he will win the race to replace Suliasi Vunavalu on that right edge of the storm. So, yeah, you never know. He's probably not, uh, you know, one of the main picks that you think of when you think of try scorers or leading try scorers, but playing in a classy team outside uh, classy halves in uh, Jerome Hughes. And, of course, Pappenhausen will have his say in that as well. So, yeah, just another one at a longer price there, Remus Smith. Yeah, 100%. And as you say, you don't know how someone's going to in- increase their output when they go from a, a struggling team last year at the Bulldogs to a, a team that's going to be really very much contending. 
Righty-o, mate, that just about wraps us up for this edition. Uh, we're obviously looking at the futures bets, but we'll have to catch up uh, once the season starts and we'll go through it all again and uh, we can even uh, talk some super coach betting. Hopefully, as you say, there's some more markets coming out. Topsport.com.au, the only place you'll see it. Thanks for that, Ryan. It's been very enjoyable. And a reminder, if you are having a play on the footy this season, to do it responsibly and to do it with topsport.com.au, the best bookie in the country, I can tell you that, believe you me. If you haven't already, check us out, www.supercoach365.com.au. Plenty more content coming. Until next time, it's goodbye for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.